Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, this is George Gamond, and it's the Monday show. So, how was your weekend? Did you recover? <laughs> okay. You know, for many people out there, uh, 420 was an interesting day. It's always Friday. That was Friday, right? 420. Okay. We won't go into the details about 420 in case you don't know what it means and what it's all about. So that's fine. Um, how was your Easter? Was it inspirational to you? Did you have a spiritual a moment thinking about it? You know, I thought about Easter and I'm, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm very metaphysical in nature, and, and my background is more spiritual than it is religious. No, even though I do believe in a lot of what Jesus had to say is very profound and inspirational in our lives, and we could use a lot of that. I, I studied religion for a long time in my youth. I was kind of on that program, I've been programmed from my childhood on to become a spiritual a minister of some form, and and the conservative Christian faith I was in as a child and kind of pushed along that direction by family, other older ministers, that sort of thing. So I got a lot of dose of religion, a lot, more so than the normal people. You know, like, how many times did you read the Bible, right? Well, two or three, completely, all the way through. It was like this, you know, assignment every week, you read some so much parts of the Bible and blah, 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 you know. And got a little bogged down with what's his name begot, what's his name, who begot, what's his name. That got a little old after a while. But, you know, you kind of blitz through that stuff and go, oh, I'll skip that two paragraphs. That's enough of the same stuff, right? You know, oh, I'll skip that chapter or two. It's not not profound. So what was I talking about? I was talking about Easter and Jesus and all that sort of thing. And what did I get from it? You know, I'm a trans channel. And that's what I consider myself to be as a trans channel. So I asked, what's 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 another significant part of, and, and I have to validate this and verify it a little bit more, but I think about when Jesus came back and he appeared to his disciples and he didn't appear as in the same person as they knew him, right? They had to show the, the marks on his hand, and so he came back looking a little different than he was in his, so to me that was kind of a symbolic idea. Now, you could take this as a crazy thought and like way out there kind of stuff, but kind of me, to me, it meant, you know, just kind of reflection of past lives or future lives. That if you came back and appeared to people, not not in the body that they knew you as, but just same person, but it might be from a past life. Maybe it's from a past life four or five generations ago. Okay, so that was my interesting thought. It was kind of a reflection, kind of giving you an indicator from my perspective. Now you think this is a little odd that you live many lives. You you appear in many different forms in many different lives. So, okay, enough of that. But I thought that was kind of an interesting take on it. I don't know what you take out of that anything at all, but it was its kind of a fascinating perspective that he was showing you past lives or the potentiality for many lifetimes, and you could come back and look many different ways. Look at, just kind of wrap wrap your heads around that for a minute or two. <laughs> Let me get into the topic today. Are you emotionally and financially satisfied? Ooh, and I thought about that for my own case. In my Most of my life, now I'm like 71, so 
I've had a lot of different jobs in my life and done a lot of different occupations. And it's kind of like putting the two together is a bit of a challenge, right? I mean, you can feel really good about your job and you can like what you do, but it's not paying the bills. You ever had those kind of jobs? Like, oh, I really like doing this, but it just isn't paying the bills. Or on the other side of the spectrum, I've done this and I've had those jobs where financially it was good, made good money. I I was okay. I was doing okay. But I wasn't emotionally satisfied. It was like, oh, got to go to work today. Oh, no, I got to do this. You know, it's like, got to do this, got to do that. You just kind of go, okay, after a while, like, really, seriously, seriously. So my my perspective on that was, really? So balance, it's finding that balance, something that feels good that you enjoy doing that is financially satisfying. Because we all have sets of standards. I mean, not everybody wants to be a billionaire or even a multimillionaire. But I would say that most people, when they get into an occupation, want to feel comfortable, like they can pay their bills, they can rent a place or buy a place, they can, you know, they can feel like, oh, the end of the month, they're not scraping around looking for money, right? That, that's, is that the way it should be? So it's that balance of emotional and financial stability or being satisfied, I'm I'm feeling good. Everything's working out. I'm on my career path. I, you know, I'm getting there. So how do you feel? Would you say that you're emotionally and financially satisfied in whatever you want to do? I'm going to let my spirit teachers talk about this. I found an article and we'll just kind of highlight a little bit of the article from Jack Canfield, you know, chicken soup of whatever, right? Ten life purpose tips to help you find your passion. I think if you're living your passion and if it's an occupation that actually will pay something, right, then not even so. Maybe maybe you don't care. Maybe money's not the issue, right? So let me go through a couple points and then I'll let my spirit teachers talk to you for the rest of the show. Explore the things you love to do. What comes easy to you? Now, I think that's one of the key ingredients here is what comes easy to do? What do you love to do? What What flows? What's natural for you? Like... In my case, accounting, and I was in accounting for years, it became, it, 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 it was okay. I mean, I was good at it, but I wasn't necessarily, it wasn't my natural ability. My natural ability is what I'm doing right now, communicating ideas, taking in information and passing it out. That's what I'm geared for, is taking information in, passing it out, hearing from my spirit teachers, helping you by giving you information, giving you guidance, giving you direction as a success coach. So that's what I'm good at. But where are you good at? What is it, What comes easy to you? What comes naturally to you? Is it a struggle? Don't chase after things because, oh, I'll make a lot of money at it. But it's a struggle. It's a difficulty. There's a challenge in it. It doesn't feel good. See, emotionally satisfied would be jobs that feel good to you, that you, you, you really enjoy doing. And on the other hand, on the other side of that, is there an opportunity to be financially at the level you want to be at? It's not what somebody else wants you to be at, not your parents, not your siblings, not your friends. It's where do you want to be financially? And will that occupation, what you're passionate about, fulfill that? I like number two, ask yourself what qualities you enjoy expressing the most in the world. 
Would he like to express? Let me read his statement, Jack Canfields. First, ask yourself, what are the two qualities I most enjoy expressing into world? Mine are love and joy. Okay, that's a good one. Second, second ask yourself, what are the two things I most enjoy express? What are the two ways I most enjoy expressing these qualities? Mine are inspiring and empowering people. Now, I'd have to kind of agree with Jack. I, I kind of fall in line with his sentiment, sentiment here. Sentimentarily, sentiment. Uh, inspire. I inspire people with moving stories that I tell in my seminars, and I write about it in my books. And I empower them by teaching them powerful success strategies that can apply and apply in their own lives. So that's. So what about you? So they, Jack suggests you write a life purpose, life purpose statement. I think that's a good one. I'm going to post this on Facebook if they give me the opportunity to do that here. And then you can read the rest of them for yourself because that's all I'm going to cover today. And then we're going to get into some other things. Let my spirit teachers talk to you. Uh, share on Facebook. Cool. And if you're with me on Twitter, I'll share it there also. And then... We will go on to the next thing. We'll let my spirit teachers talk to you for a few minutes. Okay? And, okay, so I'll do it to Twitter also. And then, because I have a Twitter following, and then you can look this up if you want to find any of these for yourself and read the rest of the articles. But I'm going to go away for a couple of minutes and let them talk to you about this topic if they're willing to do that. It's a group of non-physical entities. They come together as a group, and one steps forward and discusses certain topics, basically how it works. Excuse me. Success. You define success. You as a person will define success. Define what feels good to you. What? How do you define success? I know we're going a little off on a little different tangent, but... Success should emotionally feel good to you. When you're successful, you should feel good. Because the goal in life is to feel good. Constantly feeling good should be the purpose of life. Right? Fulfill your purpose and feel good about it. Now, you don't have to have a lot of money to fulfill your purpose. You don't have to have X amount of dollars or you know, or euros or whatever it is to be successful in life. But it helps, right? For people, it helps to have money. It helps to have a certain amount of monetary income to support your lifestyle. So, so again, it depends on your lifestyle, doesn't it? What, what is your lifestyle? What's important to you? So financial and emotional security. Financial and emotional feeling satisfied. So how do you get there? We'll go back a little bit to what George was talking about. And we're talking about this idea of finding your mission, your purpose in life. Finding out your gifts and talents, whatever they are. Because we believe, and we're going to pass this on to you as people, humans, that if you're really good at something, if you're really passionate about something, it comes easy to you. That's your purpose. That's why you're on planet Earth. And when you arranged your lifetime to come onto planet Earth, you've, you've already decided that. But you've already looked ahead planning your life that – if I'm living my life purpose, if I'm living my passion, my life purpose, what I, and, I'm, and I'm really consuming my time in doing things that I love to do and I enjoy doing and they come easy to me, I will be financially successful. So it's programmed. You're already programmed to do that. 
you've already programmed yourself to be to be able to be financially successful a lifetime. All you have to do is lock in on that. So what do we mean by that? What do we mean by lock in on that? Well, know what your passion is. Know what your life purpose is. Then accept the idea if you're living your life purpose, it's all going to fall into place to be satisfied emotionally and financially because you've already set it up. You've already arranged it. You've already put that into place for a lifetime. So it's identifying with it. It's really connecting with it. And once you connect with it, you will go to a level of financial and emotional satisfaction that's where you're where you've intended to reach where you've decided before you came into planet earth that this is what I'm going to achieve this is the goals I have and I'm going to get there I'm going to get there so decide what that is and then follow your heart follow your soul follow your higher being your higher self tap into it go into meditation and work in meditation and what feels good to you what level of satisfaction feels good to you don't get discouraged don't go if you let's say your financial goal is a million dollars in a lifetime or a million dollars in a year or a million dollars and whatever or whatever whatever that is tap into your inner being how does that feel does that feel good does that feel bad does it feel satisfied and play around with your feelings and your emotions what feels right for you what what occupation feels right for you and again what are the prospects but if you're living your passion if you're living what you love to do if you live what if you're living what comes easy to you you will reach a level of financial success that will be satisfying that will feel good so first of all discover what that is Discover what your passion is. Discover what your bliss is. Discover your purpose. And then as you pursue that, and you put out your talents and abilities and knowledge and what you've brought with you into a lifetime, you will reach the level of financial success that you need, you intended to reach. It's all programmed. It's already set. You just got to reach it. It's already there. It's like that the black brass ring that you have to reach for. You'll reach it, you'll grab it, and you'll get there. Take some effort, take some work on your part, but you will reach that. So find your purpose, what feels good to you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, that was fun. Okay, so what do you think about that? Okay, I'm going to be, be back tomorrow. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this. That was the end.